Welcome everybody to the Parsha Parable Podcast. This week is Parsha Zacharemos Kedoshim, and I'd like to offer something that is uh, a unique perspective in Parsha Zacharemos. Among the many intricacies entailed in the laws of Karbonus is a prohibition called Shechutei Chutz. What that means is that after the Mishkan, or later the Beis Hamikdash, was designated as the sole place which the Kal Yisrael has to bring the Karbonus, the Torah prohibited an animal ac- sacrifice to be offered or slaughtered outside of those areas. In other words, one would not be allowed to to bring a carbon outside the entrance of the um, Beis Hamigdash or the Al Moed. And the Pasuk in Vayikra 17, both 3 and 4, say that you're you're not allowed to bring the um, carbonos outside the base hamigdash. In fact, it's very strict. It says ish ish mi base yisrael asher yishchat shor okay b'machne or mechutz l'machne ve'al pesach oil moed lehaviu dom yechoshev ve'nichrasa ha'ishahu mikavim. It's a it's a misa. It's kares. Why? So the pasuk continues to explain. In other words, in order to call Yisrael, which who normally would be shechting or slaughtering in the field, must bring it to the Pesach Omoid. But the Pesach ends in Pesach Zion, that they shall no longer bring their slaughter offerings to demons after whom they stray. Now, it's Chukas Olam, an eternal decree, Ladorism. I want to ask you a simple question. The man is excited. He wants to bring a carbon. He wants to bring a sacrifice to the base of Migdash. Yes, he doesn't bring it inside the base of Migdash. He wants, he so much wants to serve God that he wants to do it outside. So the Torah says, you must bring it inside. Why? Because or else you're going to go ahead and start serving to idols and demons and devils and San Genera. What is, what's the connection there? I mean, the man wants to do good, so he doesn't bring to the to the to the to the base hamigdash. I mean, if it's supposed to stop demonic rites, so then why does the Torah keep speaking about going to the sanctuary? Just say, don't serve Avodah Zarah. So, I mean, even the most pious Jew, one who would surely not worship idols or demons, um, uh, you know. Would they would want to bring a, a sacrifice? Why is he so so threatened that it may bring about a zara? So let me just share with you a story about the Ger Rebbe of Simcha Bunim Alter. He was known as the Lay of Simcha, and one of the Ger Rebbe's more prosperous uh, followers, Hasidim, he opened a new store. He devoted a, quite a bit of time, but within months of the grand opening, the original business began to falter. I mean, it was uh, going kaput, and he doesn't know what to do, he, he decides he's going to go to the rabbi. The rabbi thinks for a few minutes, he says, listen, uh, he asks, where's your office? He said, well, it's in my new, brand new headquarters. He says, I want you to go back to your old store every morning at 10 o'clock and kiss the mezuzah every 15 minutes for three times. At 15 minutes, I'm three, you'll be there 45 minutes, all right. Sounded much more mystical and practical, but he was a faithful follower, a big chassid, and he went 10 o'clock in the morning back to the old uh, factory or the old store, and he kissed the mezuzah according to the Rebbe's instructions. And within two months, sales were booming again. Store resumed. The manufacturing process was great. Everything that had to be was done. And the Rebbe uh, 
And one day the Rebbe gets a knock on the door and he says, Rebbe, Rebbe, you saved my store. What did you do? What is this, uh, what is this gula? What does this kissing the mezuzah mean? And Rebbe says, no, kissing mezuzah has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's very nice. But ever since you opened the new store, you forgot about going to the first store. So your employee slacked off, your enthusiasm was not there. And, uh, you know, I couldn't tell you that. I'm not a, I'm not a businessman, I'm a Rebbe. You're gonna, I'm going to tell you how to run your business, but I told you to kiss the mezuzah. Once I knew you were in that store kissing the mezuzah, you look around, you see what has to be done, you speak to the employees, business obviously would pick up. And I think that is the pshat. The koyin may not slaughter the, the carbon. The koyin doesn't bring the, the slaughter. But a person can pursue spirituality on open plains, but the Torah tells a secret in attaining the true goal of holiness. you got to visit the place of spiritual business. It's rare that one can attain success in his quest of spirituality by doing it all on his own without any influence from a place or the people that run it. And though he may not be slaughtering to demons, he could surely commis- if he does things on his own, he can misconstrue Hashem's intentions. And uh, to rephrase the inimitable words of Calvin Coolidge, the business of Judaism is spiritual business. And the Torah tells us the place of spiritual business is the base of Mikdash. You know, and I think it's a message, you know, for many of the people who, you know, unfortunately had to leave shul because of COVID. You know, it's time to get back. If the shuls are open, go there, go to the place of spiritual business. I know you want to slaughter animals in the open field, but it's time to go back to the base of Mikdash, to the Mikdash Mat, to the shuls. Have a good Shabbos.